up world it's your homegirl ivy this is welcome to the raw zone to start off international women's uh, cut What's up, world? It's your homegirl, Ivy. Welcome to the Raw Zone. Happy Raw Zone Day. We are here. It's the end of March. We are ending Women's History Month the best way we know how with our women's panel. Our women's panel today is powered by Elgin Sound Radio. You can follow us everywhere at Elgin Sound Radio and check us out live Tuesdays, 8 p.m. on the Live 365 app. You can also catch us on Puso 82.3 FM, Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can follow us everywhere, of course, www.wildownnyc.com. And, of course, we are sponsored by Bold and Luscious Cosmetics. Shop Bold with Wildown. Ladies, empower yourself this Women's History Month. Use the code RV15 off. Be you, be bold, be bold and luscious. Um, we are also powered by Just Blaze Organics. My 420 people get high, stay fly. Hit them up on Instagram and order your products now. You can catch us on What's Smackdown on Smackdown with our friend the Ramble Mania. And also we are on the road to our give back for Sean. More details will be put soon about our 2023 Give Back for Sean. But in the meantime, please click the link in our bio. We're still looking for more cure for the sarcoma epidemic. We are looking to raise $10,000 to raise awareness as well as help in medical research. So without further ado, we're going to get into our raw zone mix. We're going to start off with Asia Nairi. Holy class. Let's get this. While much older as a term sent massively, trended among the late 19th, I mean, this is 2019. 2019 and 2020, um, due to TikTok. The slang has been criticized for stereotyping men. However, in this one, the term is also evolving. Um, am I done? I'm done. Wrap it up for John, guys. All right, we're gonna have the new student today come up and presentate. Uh, Nairi. Come on, Nairi. Come on. Um, my project is 
Classy girls. Hey, y'all chill. You chill. Y'all really want to do this right now? Yes! Yes! Stop! 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 Woman to brag about with a bag. I ain't like these hoes with they ass out. Holy class, I'm about to fuck up all they bags now. On my bag, that's on my bag, yeah. Oh, that's on me, on oh my. Oh, and he on my. I'm so me, no lie.
gotta settle down. Wow, that that was great, Mrs. Nairi. Honestly, you so definitely nice. should get extra credit. Oh, well, that's the bell. All right, kids, don't forget to study. Stay don't forget, don't forget to do your homework, guys. Put that middle finger. Put that up somewhere where you need it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I love to. <laughs> All right, guys, get your holy class ass out of here. Come on. Come on, come on. Yeah. Shorty wanna feel on me. She ain't really into these niggas, she just pretend to be. Breast all jiggling, ass all wiggly. Yeah, look at me. Whole crew be wild. Hold back that ass up like Meg the style. Any party we attend, hoes neck me out. All breaking, ass shaking, all up and down. Need a club in the pit side. Yeah, we get it on this side. Bacon, egg, and cheese, or the lobster mac with the ribeye. Either way, I'm eating an A day, I'm a gift fly. And get it with my team, yeah, that's just something I live by. 1 a.m. on my way to the club. Chick like me, been top three, high life, penthouse suite, taking shots round two, have a bent by three, got girls kissing girls like LGB, T's crossed, eyes dotted, still MVP, been had cheese, provolone, Swiss, no keys, you can tell I'm from New York, I pray my Tims don't freeze, ah, real funny, been had money, and I been broken, bounce back, bad bunny, hop back on my grind, now I'm stacking mad hundreds, hop enough for jets and landing somewhere where it's sunny, used to be way too broke to pop bottles, now I'm in the VIP with top Models. I just had a dream, I was touching a big lotto And threw a million ones in the club like I hit the lotto 1 a.m. on my way to the club Bad bitches with me about to turn shit up 3 a.m. temp shot in the club Time we need a spot, got him begging the fuck Let this nigga get a taste, he wanna do it again I just pulled up in the rape, I might do it again If I did this shit once, I'ma do it again Got bag, get it back, and go do it again
for a long time. Dropping hints and dropping lines. Talking about what you're gonna do when you get into this bed of mine. What you gonna do? Yeah. And I've been hearing what you're saying. And I believe that you ain't playing. But now it's time and you're acting shy. Hold on, let me take the lead, baby. I'ma give you a good ride. I ain't your average type of chick. I take it like I give it hard. And I can go on Yes, I can. Take this pussy like a man. Let me give it to you like you never had. So, so wet. Let me make a mess. Take this. Take this pussy like a chance. I know you like when I get in my bag. You can focus on that. King Chino. Jay, what up? You can focus on that. Screw. So lots on me. So lots on us. I swear if it ain't the team, it ain't a nigga I trust. Ha. You can focus on So lots on me. So lots on us. I swear if it ain't the team, it ain't a nigga I trust. Screw. So lies on me, so lies on us I swear if it ain't the team, it ain't a nigga I trust 
And lately everything is turning gold that I touch I know some pray that I'ma make it and some pray I give up But it's, it's time to vision while trying to complete the mission And I don't see these niggas, they ain't even in my mentions And truth be told, I don't see the competition I'm too busy doing me to even really pay attention To what these niggas is doing and who they screwing they tried to take my position, but I ain't moving I used to match energy Now I boss up, giving more reason to envy me I done lost touch with niggas who turn to enemies Niggas who switched up and show signs of jealousy I hope that they remember me Came from the bottom, going straight to the top If I spot them, I got them, throwing shots right at the house Whoa. Or you can focus on the bad Or you can celebrate a nigga living life Getting money, always focus on the bag Now even though I'm from the hood I work should never make it back uh, the goal is to elevate, meditate. Ain't no way we looking back. So why need you? So lies on me, so lies on us. I swear if it ain't the team, it ain't a nigga I trust. So lies on me, so lies on us. I swear if it ain't the team, it ain't a nigga I trust. So lies on me, so lies on us. I swear if it ain't the team, it ain't a nigga I trust. So lies on me, so lies on us. I swear if it ain't the team, it ain't a nigga I trust. Watch me not complain And watch me shake that game I can make it easy though Play the game like it's on easy mode I got full control Now you can focus on some dumb shit Or you can switch your diamond mind into real news Just understand when you make it And overstand all the figures And be prepared for your blessing For all your patience Or you can focus on the good Or you can focus on the bad Or you can celebrate a nigga living life Getting money always focus on the bag Now even though I'm from the hood uh, I want to never make it back. Uh, the goal is to elevate, meditate. Uh, ain't no way you're looking back. So why do you do my So lies on me, so lies on us. I swear if it ain't the team, it ain't the nigga I trust. So lies on me, so lies on us. I swear if it ain't the team, it ain't the nigga I trust. So lies on me, so lies on us. I swear if it ain't the team, it ain't the nigga I trust. So lies on me, so lies on us. I swear if it ain't the team, it ain't the nigga I trust. I can focus on the good or I can focus on the bad or I can do what I do good and I can jump right in my bag. And I gotta stay focused, can't afford no setbacks. Had a bitch who had me open, but I know they set traps and I, I can't be fucking with niggas who acting funny and I can't be fucking bitches who only fucking for money. So I gotta stay focused, keep my eye on the prize. Real recognize, real you see the truth in my eyes, I'm gone.
Love, I'm kinda gone. I know you used to linking up anytime you want. You wanna come through and kick it where it's popping off. Hop in the ride and tell the driver where to drop you off. Be careful when you sip, you know it's kinda strong. Tradition in my culture, I'm the connoisseur. Young Gosson, certified Lajon. If I lay you on my cop, on guarantee you'll be kinda sore. It's Mr. Creme Lacour. Yeah, hey, hey, je dois les femmes noir. Hey. Not only just one flavor, girl, there's plenty more So if I say that cocoa's sweet in a metaphor, wow You got me feeling wild I know you're the truth, baby Je t'aime mon amour, chérie, babe You know you drive me crazy I know you're the
Turn up the spice, no, I'm on Got you uncomfortable, why I feel it wonderful Baddest bitch up in the room, you know I do what I do I ain't got nothing to prove, I do whatever I do I'm the shit in on my axes while I make my moves Got a pretty bitch and don't know what to do with it Good vibe, get you high, got the room spinning Body fine, real tight, bust a move with it Keep singing like this till 
now he mad at me again No matter what, I just hope you comprehend Daydreaming on this flight, but said I was home again Come on, come on Baby, where you wanna go? Tell me Anywhere, just let me know We'll go far away from here Everything alright Baby, where you wanna Baby, where you wanna go Tell me Anywhere, just let me know We'll go far away from here We'll make everything Everything You can find us everywhere at www.rawzonenyc.com. You could also catch us at our home of Elgin Sound Radio. Listen every day on the Live 365 app. And look, and you could catch us on our website at www.rawzonenyc.com. We're also powered by Puso 82.3 FM via the Live 365 app every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, you could catch us on Twitch and and YouTube, and wherever you stream your stuff. Of course, your podcasts as well. Um, we are also powered by Bold and Luscious Cosmetics. Shop Bold with Raw Zone. Use the code RZ15 off and get something this this, this spring season. Uh, my 420 heads, get high, get fly with Just Blaze Organic Hemp. You know, slow burning, something you need, especially with the 420 season on the way. So, I am very fortunate um, to be in the room with these three dope ladies. Um, they've been very hard to get a hold of, um, but having conversations with them over the last few years um, and learning so much from them via their shows, via the work they do. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce... Candy Solid Circle and the team from In the Field Radio, Aaron Boogie and Lady D. Hey, y'all. <laughs> so, this is awesome. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, last year, I did this panel with uh, female wrestling podcast hosts. So, it was definitely interesting. The year before, we did it with um, 
just local radio personalities, but you guys have been kicking ass and taking names, literally. You know, no matter where you go in the 845, you hear about Lady D and Aaron Boogie from In The Field Radio. And then, of course, you just hear about the movement and Candy Solid Circle, because no matter where you go, she's right there in the mix. Um, You know, what a lot of people don't know, unless you listen to In The Field Radio, Lady D is a kick-ass lady serving our country and fighting for our freedoms. So I got to applaud you for that and thank you for everything you do uh, fighting for our country. Um, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. And I heard you were still trying to podcast while you were on our service. I did. I had like the, the mobile studio with me everywhere I went. How did that go? And wasn't it difficult to to do that while you were away? Um, it was. I mean, having you just need like the interface and some headphones, but well, and I had the mic and stuff too, maybe a table stand mic. So that can all fit in the book bag, but the most uh, difficult thing was the time difference. So we would have interviews with people and they want to do it at 5 p.m., something normal, but 5 p.m. in America, like 10 hours later, it's like almost two in the morning. So I'm like jumping out of bed, trying to find somewhere quiet to set up to do an interview at two in the morning, my time. But uh, But you did it. Yeah, it was cool. It was right. COVID uh, sent us all remote. So we were sending the shows in through automated system. So nobody would know where I was at. I mean, that's pretty cool though. You could have been all around the world and just give a different background if you guys had did video. Yeah. Yeah, she was I mean, we were doing international interviews while she was international via Zoom. You guys are amazing. Wow. <laughs> That's you. incredible. I gotta give you props for that. Because <laughs> I know it's not easy. But salute to you. I gotta give her a hand too, because she did it not once, but she did it twice. Wow. 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 You fancy. You know she loves what she does if she's doing that, you know? So salute to you. Thank you. Thanks for your support, guys. So let's go around the room. You guys tell uh, our listeners a little bit about yourselves. So we're going to start with Lady Lady D, this way, right? I don't know how to play it this way. I think it's like reverse, too. I think it's like reverse, reverse. Uh, My name is Lady D. I host on In the Field Radio. I mean, that title is so. I don't, the title is everything. What? The marketing, the graphic designing, the writing for the okay. blog. So just a little of everything, but I'm a host on there. Uh, founder and co-host. Right, founder and co-host. So we meet all types of new emerging uh, music artists and sometimes business people, visual artists too now. Uh, and uh, get them exposure. We find the next big thing, I think. She actually came up with a great slogan for In the Field. What is it? I want her to say it. Right? Greatness begins in the field. Yes, I like that. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. Ma'am, who might you be? 
I think this way, this way now. Down. This one, you got to say names because we're all. <laughs> so I'm the other half of In the Field Radio. I'm Aaron Boogie. I'm also a founder and a co-host. And I'm the kind of the face of, of the radio show. You'll see me out there shaking hands and kissing babies. And uh, while Lady D handles the social media and the behind the scenes and that sort of thing. Okay. Candy. Well, I'm Candy Solid Circle. I'm from New Jersey. Um, I've been working with a marketing and branding event coordinator company for about 10 years called Solid Solid Circle. Um, I'm also a radio personality, uh, a promoter. I mean, I do it all, graphic designer. Um, I'm also an A&R and PR. So I'm always scouting, you know, the next artists, working with them, giving them opportunities to get played in different venues by different DJs, um, creating playlists that play in the restaurant to kind of give them that exposure. Um, that's pretty much what I do. I just scout talent. Um, I love being on air. Um, I like making people feel good, you know, and yeah, that's, that's what I do. So you guys are all part of the entertainment, um, community, but you guys have broad, um, responsibilities. How do you find the balance in everything? Sometimes it's hard to find the balance. Amen. <laughs> it is not easy. You don't it's not find balance. It finds you. <laughs> That's it's actually not. pretty accurate. Well, right. Yeah, I, it depends on what's going on that is going to take the majority of your attention at that time. Uh, absolutely. So it's about, I'll you know. Like, uh, do a dump, you know, so right. I'll get ahead in one part if I have to focus on something else. Right. I agree with that because it's, you know, time management, you know, trying to sit there and organize your schedule, you know, like there's times where I don't get home from work to like four in the morning, but I still have radio stuff to work on. I still have to work on promotion. So we already know when it comes to this business, there is no sleep. You know, you can kind of get it when you can try to keep your health up so you're able to move around. But it's, you know, when it's something that you love to do, honestly, like you find ways to organize your schedule to make it happen. How do you prioritize self-care through this process? I love how you all just had the same reaction right now. <laughs> it's so hard, but you have to schedule your self-care time because there has to be a work-life balance. And I think that thankfully the pandemic kind of you know drove that point home for everybody um that you know this whole american culture of work till you die forget sleep like you, you run yourself ragged and it's not good it's not good at all so i know for me personally i definitely have been taking more time out to do things i, I want to live my life mm -hmm. Aside from just work till I die. So I've been taking more time out. And sometimes it's like, it's hard because there might be an event or something that I get invited to or something for the radio show. And you just have to say no. And sometimes it's really hard to shut it off and you feel guilty doing it. But, you know, it, it's more fun going on vacation too. And, and, or even just going to the spa or just to go get your hair done, something for oh, yeah. you. I agree with everything you just said, and it, it is hard. Um, I try to, you know, find some time, you know, even if it's to, you know, do my nails or something like that, or 
just kind of have my own time of peace. But, um, you know, it is important to make sure you find it. Um, and vacations are good because we have to rest our brain, right? So we're able to function and stuff. Because I know for me, if I don't get a lot of sleep and I run myself ragged, I get sick, you know? And then that mm -hmm. sets us back where, okay, I'm sick in bed for seven days. Now I just lost out because now I can't go to the event, you know? So it's important. I agree. A form of self-care for me is utilizing that do not disturb. <laughs> And do not disturb that focus and put the notifications off. That's like when I'm resting. I think my yeah. dog. I think my dog is just too needy enough that I don't have a chance to be on my phone at night no more. You know, I started using that do not disturb button a lot lately, and I've never used to do it, but now I'm just like, you know what, bro? And I just I said watch it's the free. movie. Yes. yes. That's it's what I'm like, saying. Right. And you know, it works. Mm -hmm. It works. So I have to say, if you're out there, try it because you totally forget about the notifications coming in because you're so focused on either watching a movie, having your own time, or working, you know, being, but it helps you stay focused. Mm -hmm. It helps mm -hmm. like hearing those little chimes for each each notification because it, it keeps your interest right you're like you hear it going off and you're like oh man what is that and so you're compelled to look but you put that do not disturb on and it's like you could live like it's like prior to cell phone days it's like the world could collapse around you and you just don't care yeah not a care in the like world on vacation like i'm like oh, no, no, no. Off the mat. yeah i agree so i feel like i've talked with this with aaron a lot um how have you been able to deal with the negativity from your male counterparts? I've just you know, decided to start working with all women. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good one. one. <laughs> and to be honest, it's it's worked out for the best. Uh, the women that I've met doing this, they, they're the ones that have provided all of the bigger opportunities for me that have helped level up. They're the ones that believe in um, us and our show and our product and brand the most. And, and they're not afraid. They're not, it's like, with, I feel like with men, they're intimidated by strong women. Um, and so therefore for them, it's more of like, uh, I feel like th they're dismissive towards women. Mm -hmm. And also they'll, they'll try to sidestep any kind of opportunity that could come your way. Um, so that either they can take it themselves or they can make it seem like they're, you know, they're allowing you to have the opportunity or just passing it on to another male versus with women, it's more, it's, I think it's almost a shame that we've all come together in this supportive community because we've all experienced the same things, but, yeah. but it's led to this really amazing community. I've met a lot of women, especially traveling around doing music industry stuff that, you know, these are like really strong, awesome, independent women that, you know, have become my mentors or my friends and and I don't I wouldn't trade that for the world. I agree with you 100%. Um it's not easy for us women in this business because we have to prove ourselves 10 times harder, right? That we could do the work. And at the end of the day like you said sometimes it's like they see that and they know that but they're not going to choose you. You know what I mean? And I'm just like I've learned to speak up. You know, I've learned to speak up. This is what it is. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. And sometimes, you know, how men, like, they'll act like they're interested 
into your work, but in reality, that's not what they're looking for, you know? So at the end of the day, yeah, it gets aggravating, but you kind of learn how to work through it. And there's not too many women who are really in this game, you know? So I feel like the women that are, we just have to stick together and learn to stick up for ourselves and say, listen, like I'm just as good as you or I'm better than you, you know? And I'm gonna keep going regardless. I like that now more than ever before in history, uh, we have more options in the sense of like back in the day, you would be, you would, you would, you wouldn't have any options. Like if a male was your superior and he was being dismissive or he wasn't, you know, giving you opportunities that you deserve, that was it. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the line. But now there's more women CEOs, like somewhere above him is a woman somewhere. Somewhere. And um, so now we have the option of, okay, you're not listening to me. I can go to somebody else more than ever before. Now there's, we're everywhere. So it's like, we don't even have to put up with it anymore. Thanks to all the women before us. It's so like, true. Okay, they don't want to listen to us. They don't want to do this and that. We're not blackballed anymore. There's a woman somewhere. <laughs> and That's we can right. just move on. So, I mean, I feel like, fuck them. Honestly, we don't. <laughs> That's what I say, too. Oh, well, on to the next thing, right? Yeah. I mean. Like, either you with me or are you just going to get bulldozed over because you can't stop us anymore like they used to right. be able to do. Yeah. But now, in in token, what do you do now when there's females in your circle that are not as supportive of you and are resisting you as much as your male counterparts are? Fuck them too. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's the same. It's the same thing. You know, I'm not gonna let anybody dim my shine. I'm not gonna let anybody stop me from doing what I love to do. So it's either you with me, or you know, get out the way. You know, because you're in the way. You know, and, and that's how I see it. Um, I support. Support is a two-way street, you know, and that's that's how I see it. I, I agree. Like, it's the same thing. And you know what? And if she's like that, like, I've got somebody like that in, in the area. And this heifer, you know, I don't know what her freaking deal is with me. But, I mean, I would just say to anybody that asks like me and her don't do the same thing so i don't know why she tries to compete with me because we we're not the same but um you know i still support her like i'm not i don't want to host your event you know what i mean like i'm not the master of ceremonies gonna be the i'm not doing that but she would and i would tell anybody that she's great at doing it so i'm gonna still support you whether you don't support me or not, if you're good at what you do, but you're not going to bother me either. That's right. And and that's so. the thing I had to learn. I have to add on to that because I used to always pay attention to emotions and how people made me feel. And then I would just be put in that mood. But now it's like, okay, like I blocked that part out. Mm-hmm. You like this? All right. It's fine. Mm. I'm still good. You know what I mean? I'm, you know, <laughs> you know, so I, I'm learning to cut that whole part off, you know? Yeah, good. That's good. Yeah. So, um, and I know, and I've seen from Candy, from Aaron, um, you guys have been able to stand tall when touching on, uh, undesirable 
subjects. Um, for an example, when the rise of drill came, DJ Drewski stood up for anti-drill, and I saw you getting behind that type of movement. While it was unpopular, you really stood your ground. Um, Aaron's always standing up for women's rights and for um, better treatment in the industry. So how do you guys continue to push for change while these topics are so unpopular? Ooh, I just had this conversation yesterday with my mentor. Um, basically, it, it, it's sad. It's sad that something has to become a trend to to help save the next one up, you know? Because a lot of the music today is if it's positive or uplifting, they're not, they don't care. They don't, they don't want to hear it, you know? So what I do is I try to um, always voice the positive out of it, right? And I try to encourage the next ones up to say, listen, like you could talk about your struggles. You could talk about, you know, the, the whatever, I guess the negative part, but how can you twist the record and put like a positive ending to it? Like how to flip it. So you yeah. kind of get a, you know, a both from both sides, but Today is just crazy, you know, it's crazy. And I just try to continue to, to spread that positivity no matter what. And honestly, a lot of people don't want to hear it, but that's just the person I am. Like, I'm not going to support something knowing that, hey, I have a 17 year old son who's an artist, you know? So I don't, you know- Wait, 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 what? Yeah, he's an artist, you know? Oh, I meant that you had a 17 year old son, weird. Oh, oh, he's not here right now, but- <laughs> This doesn't look like you had a son. Okay, okay. I, I do. And, you know, when he, I'm still mom, so he won't let me manage him. He's like, nah, you're mom. I'm like, all right, I get it, right? But I try to, like, also in, put that in his head, too. Like, watch what you say, how you say it. You know, maybe you could set a new trend for the new generation by spitting bars that are a little bit more uplifting and, and helping kids come up from how they feel into a better path, you know? I feel like everything, everything ain't always positive. Now, I don't know about this anti-drill thing because I play drill music. And I play violent music sometimes. And I play uplifting music. And I play party music. Yeah, but you're, not, but you're not shooting someone up for no reason. Right. No, yeah, so I don't, I don't want that either. But I'm saying everything has a place. And I think that so what I try to push in order to combat that, I don't I don't believe in it should be anti-drill because they have their place. But I do believe I try to encourage people to be well-rounded, like in your taste of things and of music. So when I play music, I am well-rounded. I play a little bit of everything. So now you're balanced out. So when you do feel something, you don't always have to resort to this you know, one type of influence you're receiving. You're also receiving the influence that's like, hey, positivity, nothing can bother me. You know what I mean? You can also pull from there too. So I, I think that's right. what I do. So that, to add to the anti-drill, basically what he was saying, and the media totally twists his words, is that we had a lot of records, we had interviews come in and the the artist is literally talking, dropping names, you know, talking about what he did, and then he's putting it into a record, right? And it's like, whoa, we can't air this out, right? And then we found out that another artist, you know, made a, a drill record, 
right? Said all this stuff, he just the name, all that and that. And what happened? He ended up dying, he ended up getting shot. So we're basically, it's like, we rock with drill. It's just that if you really sit there and listen to some of the music, it's like, bro, this can't, like, come on, man. Like, really? You're not even going to make it to see 19 or 20 or 21. If you're actually delivering the person's name and location, that's crazy to me. You know, I think certain things should be censored or used in different formats. So you're not pretty much telling your home business because, like, people are the drill. They're, they're dying. There's another artist from New York recently that's actually being charged with murder. You know, so it's funny you say that because I remember watching an episode of Law and Order, and please don't judge me because they literally predicted something like this to happen, mm. where it was one of those episodes that wasn't even really about rape. They just kind of used that as a small premise, but. They had someone doing a drug deal, but because of a music video, you know, they end up becoming the target because their drug stuff got put on blast because of the music video. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you just got to be smart, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's stupidity. Yeah, the people that are dumb enough to do it, now you have to deal with the consequences that come with that. Exactly. That's not so I'm not the judge or the jury. I don't I don't know if a majority of drill artists are that stupid. I don't think so. I listen to a lot. You know what a lot of the time I don't hear addresses, but those few times where people are remedial and put <laughs> things like that in music, then it becomes like a whole movement against a genre. You know? Right, right. And I'm like, that's terrible. <laughs> right. I actually have a true story where uh, we played a record on the podcast, right? I thought it was fire. Don't get me wrong. There was some stuff in there that I was like, mm, but I love the record. Come to find out is based by a true story. And when mm. we played it, the person that he murdered, their family contacted me and said, Oh, I can't believe it. You guys are disgusting. You guys are promoting this record when he killed my son. And I'm like, holy shit, it's a true story. So the case ended up opening back up. But I'm just like, my God, like, you know what I mean? Like, so I immediately took it down. I let her know, listen, we don't preview, you know, the records. We just play them on the show. We critique. I said, I had no idea this was a true story. And then I ended up looking it up. It was from, like, I think Atlanta, somewhere down south. And I found the article. So I'm just like, I could not even, you know, support that artist. As a radio host, it's so hard to, you're getting so much music. How do you know what's true and what's not true? You don't. Especially a a story like that from Atlanta, like that's not your responsibility to know. And I think you handled it perfectly by apologizing and and taking it off. There's no way for you to know. Absolutely. And I let them know that. And she understood once I told her. But I was just like, my God, you know, and I actually liked the song. But now I'm just like, okay, now that I know it's true, I'm like, uh, I can't. You know what I mean? Because it's not good. <laughs> she ruined it. Yeah, ruined it. Because it was on my playlist and everything. <laughs> to take it right off. Don't you hate it when you actually get into a song and you can't listen to it no more for whatever reason? Yes, okay. it stinks. All right. <laughs> Check this one out. <laughs> you know what's sucks about this culture, though? Because I teach uh, podcasting and I teach photography to kids in the South Bronx. And I'll have kids from third grade, literally, until 11th grade. And I have 
my podcasting class is so diverse, it's not even funny. Um, last last semester, I had one kid, like, listening. It was Pop Smoke, some shit like that. And he said, like, I like me some Pop Smoke. I don't agree. You know, I didn't like how he died for the same thing we were talking about. Like, yo, you put yeah. your little kitchen up and the beef and all of this. But they here acting like, yo, when he said, mess with me, I'm going to pull the blicky on you. I'm like... What? See, Forget it. this little person, this person said that. I'm like, so if this person said jump off a bridge, you're gonna do it? Like, yeah, because I hate the earth. I'm like, Mm-mm. see, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's you know, that's disturbing, you know, when they're young and they don't even know. They don't even understand what they're saying. They're just saying it because it's either popular. They heard it in their favorite song, but it's like, it's it. That's what I said. But it happens, you know. And I and I feel like when that happens, it's like I feel like I don't sugarcoat. Like as I raise my son, I'm honest with him. Like I don't sugarcoat because the world outside the house is not peaches and cream. You know what I mean? Like it's real out there. And I make sure that I'm very honest with him. Like if you're going to be saying certain things, I'm going to tell you what it means, you know, Mm -hmm. because I don't want you outside using it and then something happened to you, you know? So I'm always make sure I'm very honest. I was always like that, you know, even when he was little, you know? Well, that's the thing. So I feel like because you are like that with him, right. he could probably hear the music and not be like, oh, let me go emulate this exact thing or whatever, because he has an actual parent that's parenting. Right. So the issue arises where that little dude, somebody's parents is not parenting, and Pop Smoke is parenting, and Pop Smoke is just a rap artist that's running his business. Yeah. Oh, who's the, and Pop, <laughs> Pop Smoke was a yeah. kid himself. Huh? I said Pop Smoke was a kid himself. But they yeah, all, he was a 19 year old. So now you're letting a 19 year old rapper parent your kids. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, why is he saying this? Like, you know why he's saying this. Well, not only that, like you you need to be involved in your kid's life and know what they're listening to. And even Absolutely. if you're not going to tell them not to listen to it, at least let them know like, hey, this is a rap song. You can't go out there and do and say these things. Exactly. Right. I specifically remember my dad having that conversation with me. Same. I remember my mom came in. I was in what, maybe middle school at the time. And it was, I had the Tupac All Eyes on Me playing. And she came in and looked it out of the CD player and was like, what is this? Obviously, the times are a little bit different now, but you know, right. people know what rap music is. But, right. uh, but <laughs> it's the same thing. Same thing. Same concept. Man, I remember back in the days because I was I had a traditional Greek family. So me blasting even fucking Michael Jackson, they were like, what the fuck are you playing? <laughs> I remember those days, you know, DMX, Dark the Hell is Hot album. My father, like, what the hell are you listening to? I don't want that shit in my house. And I'm like, you know, just what the is the on. music of a Greek family like? Living in a Greek family. Yeah, what is the music? Loud. It's very loud. A lot of people and a lot of liquor. If I could show you all the pictures they put of me with a bottle next to me as a baby, they thought that shit. I don't know why. I don't know fucking why parents do that. Like, I feel like it's an international alcoholic thing. 
No, I think that's like a rite of parenting. Like <laughs> it's a rite of passage for parents. Yeah, like, my friend bottle at like one. Like, what you want me to do with it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> shoot, my parents were straight. There ain't no bottle was near me. <laughs> well, you know that's funny though, because as I got older, they got stricter. So I wasn't able to like I was I would talk about this a lot. Like I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling. I wasn't allowed to listen to hip hop. I wasn't allowed, to, you know. My grandmother saw Michael Jackson was taboo. Oh, what did y'all listen to? I got like my mom used to listen to. See, I can't even get mad at my mom, right? Because she'll listen to like Paul Abdul, she'll listen to Elton John. Oh, okay. I mean, he's conservative. Okay. So, but, but like, I, I found a Madonna tape back in the days, you know, the cassettes. No, oh, I yeah. found it like it was. <laughs> Under the bed in a safe. Yeah, my mother be right. My mom used to hide her music from my grandma. Oh my god! Mind you, my mom was in her thirties when she had me, and she was hiding music from my grandma. Love them to death. Well, remember back in the day, Madonna was actually controversial. Mm -hmm. What do you mean she's still controversial? You didn't see, like, about a month or so ago. The only thing controversial about her right now is the plastic surgery. Yeah, but oh, she, God. Didn't she, <laughs> she picked some type of fight with Cardi like a couple of months ago. Oh. Based on her like appearance or something like that. I was like, yo, Madonna, you're the last one to talk. You you trying to wear the same outfit you wore 30 years ago. Yeah, it's not working. <laughs> it's, it's a wrap for that. She got to hang it up. <laughs> Try something once different. You start, once you start, it can be addicting, I feel like. Yeah, I had a mastectomy and they did like plastic surgery to reconstruct it uh-huh. and then so they like I call it a BTL I call it a Brazilian titty lift because they took my stomach <laughs> and put it where the, <laughs> where the oh, breast wow. was right so now I have this flat stomach and I'm like ooh and then they're like yeah so we're gonna do touch up work after we're gonna come in and like you know Move this out, whatever. And I was like, you could do that. And then they're like, yeah, they were gonna lift this one. And I was like, and what else? And she's <laughs> no, but there's oh, people. No. There's people that naturally body sculpt now, so they'll take like your fat and push it into the right places. Yeah, I was thinking about getting that cool sculpting. Sculpting. You that? gotta like pay like five hundred dollars, and they'll make your your stomach fat look like a booty. I ain't doing any of that. Me either. I'm I'm happy what what I look like. If I gain weight, if I lose it, if I gain it, listen, like I would never, you know what I mean? And I feel like more women need to start, you know, looking at themselves in the mirror and trying to figure out how to love themselves of who they are. And I have been through my times, you know, being depressed, not accept, you know, not liking who I was, you know, I'm getting older, I feel like this, I feel like that. And I'm just like, you know what, like, I started to feel old, I started to not have confidence. And then after a while, I'm just like, you know, what What am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, this is how God made me. This is who I am. And I'm gonna learn to love myself, you know, I'm but never, you know, go under and get anything done to me. You know, if I, you know, want tighter abs, and I should go to the gym, but because I'm lazy, <laughs> I, I am. Go. 
you know, so I can't complain. But other than that, like, I feel like more women, we just got to learn to love yourselves. You know what I mean? Like, don't wait for somebody to love you. Love yourself first. You I think there's a lot of pressure yourself. on women to look a certain way. Oh, without a doubt. Definitely. So how do you make look how you want to look, you know? And I mean, I was really scared about surgery because I, I was scared. And then I had it and it probably took for maybe a week or so trying to, well, it's, it took for maybe like a month trying to sleep, I guess. Mm. But, um, I mean, a month of your time to, to just get a tummy tuck instead of having to go to the gym. <laughs> right, right. You, I'm not going to advocate that you should, you should do it in a safe way. You know, do whatever you want, but make sure it's for you. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just don't overdo it. Yeah. Just don't be OD. Cause if you notice some, if you see, like, I know I work, you know, with some people who, you know, go all the time, you know, and I'm looking at them like, all right, well, you good the first time, but you've gone so many different times. Now it's like, is this a new person? But like, now it's starting to look to the point where it's like, you know, like, it don't look right. Like it doesn't match. I mean, like, it look, just... look what Lil Kim did to herself. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's where Madonna's at. Look at Madonna. Uh, advocate for plastic surgery and it could be cool. It could be nice, but then people just do too much. And yes. You can't too even much. really support it. Like... The butt don't match the legs. The legs don't match the butt. Like it's just like, it just doesn't look right something. Uh, did you get Botox? I feel like we're at the age where we got to start considering, like, am I going to get Botox? Um, we'll, we'll revisit this um, next time to decide. Cause... I was thinking about whether I was going <laughs> to do that. I'm like, am I going to be that person? I don't like, know. Face filler Botox? See, I think when I think of Botox, I think of that episode of Frasier where now God had just impressed a girl. <laughs> forehead was frozen for two weeks. <laughs> oh, my. Really? Oh my but that's God. 90s Botox. Like, that's probably horrible. Like I know, but now, still, so. we can't say the 20, 20s are better right now. People are getting super BBLs and not knowing what to do with themselves. Yeah. But speaking of that, right, how do we feel about our current um, climate of hip-hop? So, like, the Ice Spices, um, the Megan Stallion, the Cardi's, you know, kind of really... How, mm -hmm. Their example that they're putting out two young females now. It's fine. Shout out to Cardi. I feel like Cardi, she kind of paved the way in a sense, you know, of how she was, she came up. You know what I mean? How she started with her, you know, not the artist thing, you know, when she was stripping the city and all these things. And then she got into the music scene. I feel like she really opened up the door for the ladies to say, you know what? Like, I could do this and this and this, but I'm about my music. And I want to say shout out to all the ladies because there's so much more female artists today than I feel like there was in a while. I feel like back it was like, what, Cardi and Nicki? That was it. Now you got Lola Brooks, you got Billy B, you know, you got uh, Miss Hustle, you know, you got all these artists that 
are coming up being, you know, female wise. And I feel like they're like paving that way. You know, they're making noise. And honestly, like, I think it was like two weeks ago, uh, Drew played, you know, his set or whatever on hot on Sunday. And majority of the records he played were females. And I was like, yo, like they making everything. And I'm like, yo, this is a fire set right now. You know, and I feel like the ladies are taking over. I really do. Um, they have the looks, they have the sound, and they're just being them. They're just being them, but there's actually music that us women, now we could relate to with others. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I just feel like they're taking over. What I like about it is that women are able to break, break out and be stars um, and not be attached mm -hmm. to a man. So you see in the past, every time a, a woman like a Lil' Kim or somebody wanted to like break out, they were attached to a male group or a mm -hmm. male in some form. You notice that. Yep. Even and I know so. even. You know what I'm saying? So to be able to now all these women break out, they're not, oh, this girl from this group or she was with so-and-so and all this, whatever. They're able to break out on their own. Yeah, I agree with that. They're being more independent and not relying on a man to, you know, give them the spotlight or whatever the case, you know. So I do agree with that. Yeah. Well, they yeah, needed, I, I, like I said before, we we needed the man as a vehicle. Right. We needed somebody to get you in there, and it couldn't right. be you. And now that's just not the case. It's and not. people aren't picking women apart either for their writing. Because back then, too, that was always the conversation was, you know, what man is writing for this female artist? Mm -hmm. No one believed mm -hmm. that female artists could write for themselves. Meanwhile, it turns out that all these men also had writers. <laughs> and yep. so now I feel, like, I feel like the females that are having their moment are having, having a proper moment instead of it being picked apart. I think I actually like the that. female rappers are having more of a moment right now than male rappers. I agree. That's what I was saying. Like now, I'm like, oh, it's this artist. I'm like, yo, yeah. I can't keep up. There's so it's many a total cultural shifts in the culture, yes. and I'm happy about that. You know, shout out to the ladies, man. We've been through a lot, and to actually be able to like get that platform, it's like, yo, we're gonna take over as long as we keep working together and supporting each other. You know, uplifting each other's crown. We're gonna be good. We're gonna keep going. So how do you guys feel, you know, talking about um, journeys? How do you feel like you've changed from the moment you started to where you are now? I'm more educated. Yeah! <laughs> right? Came <laughs> in doing this with not a clue and just kind of, we worked it out. We figured it out. Yeah, I can relate to that. Me too. I'm more educated. If you know, if I would have what if I would have known what I did then, you know what I mean, be different. But I you have to go through it to learn, you know, and now there's things that I know. So if somebody like a man or in the game tries to like house, it's not even gonna work because I'm already one step ahead of you. So um yeah, just the knowledge and learning through experiences is is what helped. Because I used to, you know, when I first started podcasting, I used to have a male host and God, he was dominant. Like he would cut my mic off in the middle of my sentence. Oh no. He would argue with me why, you know, the, our mics are muted. He would like, you know, tell me, oh, 
you can't learn how to do the board. I'll run the boards. And I'll be like, damn, like I had no, you know, no say in nothing, you know? And I'm just like, oh no, like this is something I love to do. So eventually I ended up doing my own show and I ran my own boards. I ran my own cameras. I studied, I researched, you know, I learned what I had to learn, you know, because I've been through it. Like I've been through it. <laughs> Doing things, not getting paid for it. Oh, not this time, next time, all this and that. No, uh-uh. Not no more. That's exactly why we did not want a male co-host. Oh, no male that? energy. I mean, I had a male co-host, as you can see, but I'm here now. That's all you I just got to stick up. You got to, you know, you have to be vocal. You know, I'm on the podcast with three guys, you know, so, and I'm the only female. So I know it's difficult sometimes, but if I have to speak up and say something, I'm going to speak up and say something. You know, I'm not going to fall into the lines of, you know, not being to hear me, you know, because it's hard, you know, sometimes being up there with a bunch of men. What is the debating like on the show for you? You might like, be getting to some exciting music debates. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> there's some dope records, you know what I mean? But... <laughs> Lately, we've been getting a lot of like records that need help, <laughs> you know, as far as like the mix, the production, you know, and it's like when we critique it, we just let them know what they have to work on. And, you know, some of the artists get really upset, you know, they'll come back, they'll call us haters and all these things. And I'm just like, bro, like if you want to put out that record, fine, go ahead. But I'm just letting you know from this level that it needs work. You know, so we do debate a lot, but I've noticed a lot has to do with like the mixed records and artists not really, you know, um, doing that delivery properly. Okay. Wait, so you're debating during the critique? I don't understand how both can happen. Because sometimes, all right, so like for an example, sometimes like I'll be like, all right, this record is like a 6.5, okay, and I'll explain why. And then the person next to me would be like, yo, you wildin'. That, that record is a seven or an eight. And I'm like, okay, you know, for you. However, when I listen to music, I take the personal part out of it. And I listen to, you know, the melody, the sound, you know, how you ride the beat, um, the tone in your voice, the pitches, all these different things. Because I work in a spot where all that has to be legit. Because if a DJ plays the record and it's muffled or the volume, the actual record of the volume is low, then it's not even gonna work, you know? But we have gotten debates, you know, about certain things where they didn't agree with me and I didn't agree with them, but it it was all love, you know? Everybody yeah. has their own, you know, opinion about a record. I just, I can't sit there and say, I don't like this record because I just don't like it. That's mm -hmm. a personal thing, you know, this is business. So I'm gonna tell you what you need to work on so you can get better. That's you, it's you. It's giving like uh, American Idol. Are you the yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because they all had their judge styles, and then they were like sometimes bicker between each other. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes the person wouldn't agree, and they'd be like, "Well, I don't agree," and then like, bicker <laughs> with the judge or whatever. Like, I feel like it's like that. Yeah, it is. Like it I is would like watch that. it to see if somebody was gonna argue with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have a funny question now after that. If it's American Idol, who's who? If we're going by the old cast, because I still, I have hearts for the old cast. I love Lionel Richie, but my heart still goes back to the old one. Paula, Simon, Randy. So who's who? I'm trying to think. All right. 
All right, so I feel like Drew is um, oh, what's his name? Um, Jackson? Diamond? Who the the guy with the glasses? Black guy? Randy Jackson. Yes, I feel like that's Drew. I feel like um, Hef. <laughs> Hef is uh the other guy. What's his name? Diamond Cowell. Yes. And I feel like I'm like, um, I think that one season they had like Jennifer Lopez, right? So I feel like I'm more like her, where we like to give like a positive before a negative. Um, and we're just like a humble type of person, like, you know, but that's how I feel. And Scotty, well, Scotty's just Scotty. He, he gonna tell you straight up, like, not, nah, it's not it. Oh, oh, okay. He's, he's Scotty. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's going to say this is not it. But for me, is you know, I guess because I used to be a teacher. You know, I used to be a preschool teacher for over 10 years. So when you talk to parents, we just always have to give, like, the positive effect and then the negative. So I even do that when it comes to critiquing music. Like, I'm going to say, if I could find one small thing that I like about the record, then I'm going to say that first. And then the second part, I'm like, all right, you got to raise the volume up or you got to get this part mixed. Why do you have so many uh, producer drops in it? Go buy the beat and then come back. Oh, no. You know what I mean? the producer drops in the beat? No, oh, no. The producer drops yes. the song like three times through the song. No. Yes. Oh. In the beginning, yeah, it's I'm fine. Not, but, yeah, but I, they keep doing it because you didn't pay for it. And that's hilarious. Yes. Oh, I brag on somebody so bad. I had an artist that performed, right? I liked the record, but I didn't fully listen to it. The drop was right in the middle of the record. So just think, this artist performing on stage, right, in front of a crowd, and then I was just, purchase your beats today. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I know that's embarrassing. Like, if you put it in the beginning to give, you know, recognition to the producer, that's cool. But if you hear it, like, three to four times, you know that what artist is going to like, come on, what what can I do with that? Purchase your beats today? Hello? <laughs> you know, so definitely buy the records. You got it. If you want to start making some money and be able to, like, move the record around a little bit more, you got to buy the beat. Oh, yeah. You have to. Everywhere you go now, even, like, on YouTube, if it's, let's say, I bought, for an example, shout out to Live Johnson. I bought a beat from Live Johnson. But it's not the exclusive one. YouTube will go and say it's so and so and so be it's not yours, you know. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it's like it's never gonna be that person's original song unless they buy the license themselves. Right, right. Yeah, they, they have to start doing that. All that matters and there's no skipping steps in, in this business. Like you literally have to attack each part, you know, because later it's going to come back and bite you in the ass, right? So what if the person says, oh, send me that record, but I need it. I need the clean version. Oh, give me five days, right? Because I got to go back. And, no, no, you don't have five days. You know, you have that moment or whatever the case may be. It's like you definitely, there is no skipping steps in this business because they're going to ask for certain things and you better have it. They're not going to want to wait. I've always, like, I've never understood why our artists would leave the studio without their stems on the on a hard drive, the instrumental, the clean version, the regular version, and the performance track. Like, why are you even leaving the studio without any of those things? And it damn sure better be mixed. 
Right. And the metadata, like the metadata is something that's important, right? Because there's times when I've actually sent the meta, you know, the record to one of my DJs and whatever is in there, one, two, five, six, seven. Now the DJ has to scroll to see, all right, it's not X, Y, and Z. It's five, three, six, seven, whatever, whatever. Like, no, make sure like the metadata is correct within, like it's, you know what I mean? Because then once it goes into the DJ Serato, whatever it's labeled under he could type it and boom it's gonna pop up you know nobody should be searching for your music and and honestly you kind of lose out on that as an artist because you're not traceable like you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you're under numbers you know so i feel like you could fix it yourself anyway but i feel like that's another part that's important as well like making sure that everything is uh, presentable the right way so you you touched on it lightly, um, going through a situation that you clearly saw like gender bias in your profession. But um, how have you guys been able as a whole to navigate through gender bias? Because we're not just in the entertainment field; we also have other jobs that we are a part of. Um, how are you able to get through those certain uncomfortable situations? You mean like, um, like how I was stating before, like, you know, with my mic being cut off and yeah. all those things. Um, I mean, it hasn't happened. Like I honest, I just don't tolerate a lot of things. So if I feel like I'm in a situation and I kind of see already, you know, already which way it's going, I'm not working over there. You know, I'm not working with that person anymore. Um, because I'm not going to allow it to happen. You know, um, I've worked too hard to get to where I'm at and nobody is going to trying to embarrass me, you know, on air or wherever, wherever I'm at, you know? So I, I don't know how to like really respond to that because I'm just not going to tolerate it. You know, um, it was embarrassing back in the day. Yes. But after a while, I'm just like, yo, I'm not going to let this happen no more. Like, why should my mic be cut off? Why can I not learn how to work the boards? Why, why do I have to let somebody else do it? You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, things like that don't really happen. But like I said, if if I see it going that route, it, it was nice doing business with you. And I'm going to exit myself out, you know, before it gets too deep, because obviously my reputation is very important. So whoever I am around or I'm doing business with, artists depend on me, you know? So everybody that's in my circle, I have to make sure that we doing the right thing for the right reasons, you know? So yeah, I just exit myself. Okay, ladies. I only pay attention to certain uh, biases and things that I focus on things that I can control, which is me. So, uh, let's see. So like in, in PR, right? You, I mean, I would expect a PR person, I would think it was a lady before I thought it was a guy. And that's just a natural thought. If I thought about um, a DJ, though, or somebody who, like, breaks music or, or podcaster, I would think a guy before a girl. And I feel like guys, they, they try to uh, dismiss our knowledge about music and and things like that all the time uh when you're in like the podcast world like or they'll think we just don't know what else to talk about except for threesomes or something like that so i pay attention to that bias i know it's there 
And so I just make sure that I'm knowledgeable and I don't, that's all knowledge is power. So I just make sure that I'm prepared to face that bias when it comes up. So when I was on a, I was on a podcast with other podcasts or something and somebody tried it, they brought up, oh, well, you know, you're, you you don't know music or whatever. We already know you don't know music or something like that. It's a bias I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? I shut it down. I said what I had to say to him. Um, and But little stuff, like people doing little things that they don't really affect me. You just, just make sure you're prepared. You know they're there. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think I think gender bias is something you encounter in all aspects of your life, right? So now I'm older and I I know it's there, I'm aware of it, and I'm also better educated and equipped to handle it. And it's also it's just not something that you know, especially at my age, like the whole like give a fuck has gone. So now like I'm just not willing to tolerate certain things that I might have when I was, you know, younger and and less knowledgeable. So now they could try it, but <laughs> It's not going to work for them the way it would have worked for them 20 years ago. It's not going to work. And it's like a lot of people try to focus on like, people should stop. Nope, they're not going to stop. Yeah. Bias is like the definition of a bias. It's it's in you. It happens. It's inherent. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it might not even be your fault. They might have seen a lot of podcasts where the women on there are not so bright. You know, those things exist. I actually, I just saw one where it was a (laughs) podcaster that was interviewing the city girls. And I can't remember what she said or or what she asked them, but she, it was like, she had no clue what she was asking. And she was like trying to kid around with them and ask them like whatever the topic was. Like she was trying to like ask them about it so that she could like, like she could like go off their answer, but then they didn't know about it either. And so all three of them just kind of looked dumb and it was, it was just super cringy. And I think people take like, take snapshot moments like that and then try to generalize it. And that, that's not the case. Right. Right. Wow. See? Wow. I mean, a bias is built on like your experiences. So if they just haven't come across women of substance on a podcast, I mean, they're not, they, they just haven't, you know? <laughs> So what are they going to see? They just have it. Right. So it's like, I don't get all wrapped up in why they doing that. Oh, they're like this or whatever. Like, I can't hold on to that. That has nothing to do with me. I don't make their life. So, like, <laughs> I just make sure that I'm not that. Like, that's it. Oh, man. So as we reach the end of our panel, I do have one last question for final thoughts. Um... How can we teach the next generation more about empowering women and inclusivity? I think I have you all flabbergasted right now. Um, you know what? What is it about inclusivity? You know what, mate? You have a right to be there wherever you want to be. And that's it. I don't care. Man, women, fish. You know, if you put in the work and and build yourself and your knowledge and your craft and all that, and you're supposed to be there, then that's it. Be undeniable. And if you don't like the answer, go around 
and go up until you get the answer you want. That's it. Yeah, I agree with you with that. You know, educate yourself. You know, um, for me, you know, I work with a lot of women, you know, with my jobs, you know, with, you know, running a, a lounge restaurant and then, you know, industry. It's like, you know, if a female comes to me, has a question or needs advice, I'm going to just be straight up with her. And, and it's to build her up. So she, you know, is a lot stronger than what I was, you know, going through because, you know, it's crazy out there. So, you know, just educate yourself, educate. Um, don't, it's, it's so hard to sit here and explain it because it's like, I don't know. I, I was, I will just open up to them, be honest with them. You don't know, say, look, girl, anything that you want to do, you could do it. It's only up to you because at the end of the day, the only person that can stop you from loving what you do is yourself. So if you really want it, keep your eye on the prize and go for it. But I'm telling you right now, if it's the path that you're supposed to be on, it's going to be bumpy. There's going to be potholes. There's going to be dead ends, all that. But that means that, okay, well, I have to take a different route, but I'm not going to give up, you know? And through those tough times is when you're going to have to fight the hardest. You know, and that's the test right there. But yeah, never give up. Keep going. Don't let anybody stop you from doing what you love to do. And I think something that we can do as women is identify other women that are putting in the work and not gatekeep the information because that's what was done to us. So as now that we've learned it, now it's time for us to turn around to the younger generation and educate them so that they don't have to struggle like we did. Yep. Exactly. That that's that's what it is. Cause like what you said, a lot of women do that. Like they'll as simple as, yo, I like your shoes. Thanks. But they're not gonna tell you where. You know what I mean? Where they got them. But they do keep a lot of information in. But the fact that we're sitting up here, you know, we've been through what we've been through and we wanna help and voice the knowledge, like, you know, to the other females, you know, like what you said. And and I think that if more people more females hop on that then, I mean, there's no stopping us. You know what I mean? So that's that's my thing, too. Yeah. Maybe D. Um, wait, I went first. Oh, yeah, she did. She went first and we piggybacked. Um, <laughs> my bad. My bad. It was just so, so enthralling. I got, like, deep into it. I'm so sorry. But, um... I want to thank all you guys for being on. Um, tell us what you got coming up next. Where can they find you? Yeah. So, Lady D. Uh, in the field radio. I can't do it. Aaron, Aaron, Evo, you got to do it. Okay. <laughs> There's just too many now, and I, I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, we're on. So you can find In The Field Radio at In The Field Radio on all social media. That'll help you out because it'll help me out not having to remember everywhere that we are because we're syndicated now everywhere. So on Mondays, you can catch us on WVKR. We're on Culture Shock. We're on, um, I can't remember the other, Tattoo okay. Radio. I have to like learn them all. I haven't had to like do an intro okay. with all of them yet, but we broadcast in Ohio, uh, in Canada, in Germany and Guadalupe down in the Caribbean. And then on Tuesdays, Tuesdays or Wednesdays, depending, we re-air on Elgin Sound Radio. <laughs> but you go find us on Spotify too. Yeah, Spotify. 
Yeah, we're on all uh, podcast platforms too. So when we get around to it, we've been uploading our interviews. Yeah, all nice. the interviews are on a podcast though. So if you want to hear the music, you gotta listen on the radio or any of the other places that. Nice. And we don't re-air. If you ask us to air your song and we agree to and you miss it, that's on you. Bingo! I don't want to hear it. Hey, yo, did you play my record? I'm not I don't know answer that. You, <laughs> you better go back and watch the show. No, <laughs> Ain't no holding no hands. Um, You guys can follow me on Instagram, candy underscore solid circle. You can check me on the new movement live each and every other Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern time with DJ Drewski. Um, We critique artists music. Um, We put you on other platforms, you know, to be heard um, as far as like what I do as well. I don't have any events coming up at the moment. But I am going to put together my own concert soon, probably within the um, mid of spring. I'm going to be doing stuff like that. I'm also going to bring back my own podcast. Too. Yeah! <laughs> I missed it. I missed it. So um, a lot of things are in the works. It's just I'm kind of like behind the scenes right now, just kind of like putting everything together. But yeah, check us out on the move, New Move It Live on, the, on Mondays at 9 o'clock. I'm there. You know, it's funny. I used to stay up to both for both your show and your show in order to hear if my artist stuff got played. So I would never have to ask. <laughs> I remember those days. Only one. <laughs> I, I swear to God, and Candy during the pandemic days used to be on live. I've been like, all right, all right, all right, Candy. I'm sorry to bother you, but here's another email. Candy, I'm so sorry. Here, it's all right. I have them. <laughs> I have them, but yeah, I want to bring back my podcast. You know what I mean? Like I miss it. You know. So I'm going to be on that show and plus mine as well. I'm just trying to like redesign it so it makes sense because again, you know, through the process, we learn more to, to be better. So since we've grown from then, I'm like, okay, now this is what I need. You know, this is what I got to do, you know, stuff like that. So it's coming. Would you recording is important? you want to get a studio studio? I'm going to do it from my house. I, I have the things that I need. I, I finally got the right backdrop, you know, I have to actually get a new eye rig because I let somebody borrow it and it broke. So that's one thing. But um, now I'm going to do it from my own comfortable like house. You know what I mean? Just like chill, kickback vibes and stuff like that. And, and that's it. Oh, man. Jai, thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. I love you guys. I'm such a fan of you guys. It's been an honor to actually sit down here with you guys. Um. I'm gonna do our close out really quick and then I'd let once I'm done recording, uh, I like to take a snapshot of all of us. Um, so of course you can find us everywhere at www.wildzonenyc.com. You can catch us whenever they actually upload my videos on the Ramble Mania show, YouTube for West SmackDown on SmackDown. You can catch us at our home of Elgin Sound Radio via the Live365 app and www.wildzonenyc.com. You could catch us as well on Ooso 82.3 FM every Wednesday, 8 a.m. in Ohio. Guys, if your music is registered, please link up with Ooso 82.3 FM. They are ASCAP, BMI, CSAC, uh, Sound Exchange, PPL, and all sorts of certified. So artists, if you know what that means, go do what's best for yourself. Um, look them up. As for myself, you can find me everywhere at imivy.xo underscore TikTok, all that good stuff. Um, from myself and these beautiful ladies over here, we bid you all a good night and a too sweet. 
One, it's a little sing from the NWO, so too sweet for all of you guys, even though you can't see it. Um, good night, everyone.